Freddy and Hannah do set. Coming to you. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jamal Scoro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, bringing the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for life. Welcome to episode 85. Okay, eighty-five. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping you. I was hoping you'd do like a little bit, a bit of an eighty-five bit there, Jaron. That's why I kind of just. I, it so see, here's the thing. I, if I was gonna say eighty-four. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Because I, I don't. I, don't I did a double I'm check. Always. It is eighty-five. So okay, I, I didn't want to fuck good. that up uh, too bad right in the beginning. Then again, we always have a bit of a, a bit anyway in the beginning with our. Well, I mean, it's numbering. less of a bit in that we're just dumb. Well. If we if we call it a bit, it makes us more entertaining than genuinely dumb. But you know, I'm trying to save a face here. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but I do want to shout out a a big happy belated birthday to my favorite Aikaino uh, voice actress Aikaino. Yes, her birthday was on September thirteenth. Um, she just became thirty two years old. Happy birthday, Aikaino! You're probably not listening, but in in the hopes that we ever do become uber famous. And mm-hmm. I can somehow be in the same room with you and shake your hand. Happy belated birthday. I've loved your works from all the way back since... What's my first uh, inter- my first anime that I heard with her? Uh, Guilty Crown what? was Guilty Crown was, was one Guilty of them. Crown? She played Inori from Guilty right, Crown. Right, right. Right, and right. also one of the early ones. Um, what's that one called? Um, Aquarion. Aquarion Evol. She played... You're uh, right. She was an Aquarion. She was she plays the main the main heroine the one with purple hair. Um, mm-hmm. she was uh that was her, and so far she's been kind of a, like the well the the soft spoken, uh, uh I guess heroine it says. But more importantly, your, she your plays your vocal waifu. Yes, more importantly, she plays, uh, she's the voice actress of my waifu in my in my waifu trilogy with uh Trinity, which is uh Mashiro Shina from Sakura So No Pet Nakano Joe. Um, yeah, this is not a sponsored, uh, read here. I'm just, uh, a big fan and, um, I just like to express myself in, I mean, as such. How much can it, re- uh, like, I don't think we can ever really be sponsored by a voice kind of herself. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I don't know how that would even work in general. I don't, yeah. I mean, but it's, it's good to dream. It is good to dream. I mean, and if I was being paid to like say good things about Aikaino, hell, I'll I'll take the millions of yen for that. Hell yes. Just trying to be I transparent mean, there. <laughs> would, I mean, you do it even if you could breathe her same air. I mean, I'm not. Uh, well, I'd I, I'd probably give a lot if she. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. Don't you dare judge me. I'd probably give a you lot want, if she. You want, you want her to step on you? You want her to. No, I would. I actually call you Oni-chan. I actually want her to like use her Kudere voice and whisper sweet nothings into my ear. Oh, tell you that you're a piece of shit. Well, that's that's more comedy, isn't it? You want you want her to to be like, hey, Jamal, you're a fucking otaku piece of trash, and I'm gonna step on you. And then she steps on you. You're gonna be like, yeah. I mean, at that point. (laughs) And then she's gonna rr you. Uh, well, she she had she I guess she's at the age where she can RR me technically. She she certainly could. Mm-hmm. Definitely in that age range. And uh, just so you know, if she was watching, she just stopped. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh man, I hope she's not <laughs> in this case. Um, but I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> welcome to the I'm show. Sorry, hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, welcome to the 85th episode of the Wanna Be a Boo podcast, where we tell you about super creepy shit. <laughs> and where can they find us and uh, talk about this super creepy shit, Jaron? You can regret ever watching us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search W-A-N-N-A-B-E-A-B-O-O. You can also listen to us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the Citra app, Listen Notes, and any other place that's picked up our, our, our RSS feed or podcast. There you go. How are you, John? How's your week so far? I feel like it's been a minute since we last talked. Dude, I don't remember what I did this week. Fucking, <laughs> it's been so plain. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess the only really interesting thing. Okay, several interesting things happened. I got a speeding ticket, so that was great. Oh, okay. How fast were you going? Uh, 15 over. That's not bad. I'm not standing. Not bad. Honest. Yeah. I mean, it was a highway. Yeah. Or were you like in a? Were you in like a residential area? I was uh, going down a hill in a. Oh. I don't know what you call it. It it was it was at forty. It was uh, speed limit was forty. In that oh, it's zone. one of them. It's one. Of, it was yeah. one of them like um, wannabe highways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going down that. I was going fifty five. Mm-hmm. Um, pulled me over, gave me a ticket. Uh, the reason why I was speeding is because I was late for class. I was gonna be late for class if I uh, wasn't trying to be a little quick. Then I got right. pulled over, and then I became late for class. So that was great. <laughs> um, I see. Um, and then I realized I have a lot of expenses that I have coming up. I got to buy my, I have to buy a book for one of my classes. I have to pay the ticket. I have to still buy my fucking Daishokan ticket. I still have Mm -hmm. to pay you for the hotel. I still, I have to spend another, like, all right, so let me, let me break it all down. Mm -hmm. $130 for the book. However much for the ticket, probably at most like 150, hopefully 45 for the ticket. 60 mm. or was it 80 for the hotel? 91. Somewhere in there. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> 91. Um, 120 for this online thing so I can do my fucking homework. Oh, God. It's one of those. Uh, I've already spent-ish $60 on Borderlands 3, which I'll t- talked about that in a sec. Mm. Um, I feel like there's something else I had to pay for, but I don't remember. Oh, I have to fucking get my flight so I can go down to fucking Chicago. Oh, right. That's going to be like fucking... Did you not get that yet? Well, I mean, you still have a couple of months, but still. Yeah. I get to plan that shit ahead. It's hard to spend money, you know? It's just... That's like an oxymoron. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's more so it's hard to manage it, depending on how much you have. I mean, I have enough, but now, because of all these expenses, I won't be able to get my car anytime soon. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so. Yeah. Kind of shit out of luck there. Yeah, a little bit there. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've got... Well, hold on. With with all this, so does that mean that you're taking classes there again? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, we've already established that. Did we? Well, I, yeah. last, time, last time we talked, you, you say it was sort of in limbo and your sister was oh, trying to work yeah, something yeah, out. It was, yeah, it, it was in limbo. It's still technically in limbo, oh, but okay. it's a better limbo. I've got some of my classes back. Oh, not all nice. of them. It's still working on it, but I should be able to get them all back. Okay, so it's that's not going to be a problem then. No. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good good stuff. Good shit. 
But uh, as I said, I I bought Borderlands three. Borderlands three. I've been playing with the Martrell and Baja. It's been a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I've God, been I've so been recommended fun. to like hop on that too. But I've been a little bit uh, distracted or or productive, whichever it is. Fair so, enough. Last thing I even yep. played. Last thing I uh, pu- like ran was like Monster Hunter, and that was like maybe a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I, I gotta buy that too. I forgot. <laughs> but what do you think of it so far? Borderlands Three, it's fucking fun as hell. Like Is I've it? played the other three. Um, the first one, the second one, and the pre-sequel. I didn't play Tales mm-hmm. of Borderlands, unfortunately. But like, it's I don't know if like the gameplay in the other ones are like it. It felt weird as a shooter in some cases. Like yeah. I don't know why. It just it like gunplay was fine, but like everything else around it was felt awkward. Like uh, in some places, I guess you call. I guess it'd be kind of like an old like a. Kind of give you like the old like PS3 shooter days. You think you? you yeah, think so? yeah, pretty much. And that lasted up until the pre sequel, which was the last one before three. Mm-hmm. But now that this one's come out, it's like they've just changed the whole game. It's like it feels so much better to play. The gun variety mm-hmm. is like up there. And like before, it was like yeah, there's some quintillion game guns, but they're practically all the same. Now right. it's like oh hey, literally every gun does some weird shit. Oh really? Well not. Uh, there's still a base a baseline of what they do, but there's mm-hmm. more variety in sense that like, oh, hey, instead of you know, it was cool back then. It was like, yeah, if you reload, you throw the gun and it explodes. That's cool. Oh yeah. Now it's like, oh, hey, yeah, when you reload, you throw the gun, it turns into a turret, continues to shoot at what fucking fuck? people, and then jumps into <laughs> them and then explodes. Yeah, that's that's a little cooler. Okay. Um. De- definitely sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's I've been having a fucking blast with it, and the powers are so cool. You, instead of just having one uh, power, you can use three of them, um, even though you have to switch them out by pausing and going to the menu. But that's you know, I don't, okay. it's whatever. It's just the fact that I can have three is great. Right. Um, been playing as Amara, Miss uh, Punch Mommy, and it's been a good time. Okay. Um, an so excellent time. Ab- about Borderlands Three, have you been experiencing any kind of like bugs at all? Yes. I mean, oh, yes, really? I okay. have. I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't picked it up yet, but a lot of the things that people have been talking about it is that it's a little bit buggy. I'm not really it sure is. how ex- how how that extends. Um, can you elaborate on that? Uh, I I haven't come in contact with any like game breaking bugs. Mm-hmm. I came in contact with one that was uh, quest breaking, and then I had to reload the game in order oh, really? for it to fix. But like nothing, uh, a couple minor annoyances. Some things either don't. Well, maybe it's because I'm playing on a PS4, but some things don't load properly. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, that one quest that I was doing, I was supposed to drop a cage where there's this bug was in, named Gary. And when it dropped, he just disappeared and didn't, like, I couldn't do the mission. So I had to quit the game and come back in and it reloaded and he was there. Oh, okay. um, there was a couple other things that I can't really think of. But, yeah, the game definitely does have a few issues that need to be ironed out. We'll probably mm-hmm. patch it at some point, ideally. Mm-hmm. But so far, as out of the gate, it's not, like, trash. Okay, well, that's good because I've been I started I've been getting that impression for some reason. I mean, then again, a lot you know the loud minority is always you right. know 
always apparent. So it's mostly been people kind of complaining about uh, what is it, day one issues or something like that, right. or uh, right. people, you know, people saying, "Oh, I want this is why I don't this is why I don't do day one or or pre ordered all that." You know, I bullshit. mean, like, but like, it's not bad. It's not like, oh my god, these bugs! I literally can't play the game. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not like, Anthem bad, right? <laughs> right, it's not Anthem bad. There's there's bugs there here and there. You'll see them. Maybe you have to quit the game and reload. But it's not like. Oh no! I have to quit the game. I'll lose two minutes worth of progress because the game's oh, auto saves literally fucking like every time I take a step. Like, come on now, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I, I'm I'm still gonna get it regardless. I have I've been I've been sort of like on the uh, uh, I've got a lot of games like you know yeah. on the back burner. Like I just started up Monster Hunter again just to get get a feel for those how just get a feel for those controls and how they work again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that game's. You want to talk about awkward? Yeah. <laughs> like, learning Monster Hunter for the first time and then coming back to it feels fucking weird. I know. I was like, "This is the attack button." What? I didn't know triangle was any was anything useful in that. Right. And I have to relearn everything. I'm, 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 it's kind of fun though. Like rediscovering, you know, how shitty I played as a Monster Hunter. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I specifically remember you sucked, but it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I did my part. You know, hey, being it fodder. was fun. That's important. <laughs> I still plan on getting. I still plan on getting part, being part of that Iceborne, uh, you know, part of that Iceborne journey. I just think I just have to get to Nergagante. I have not even gone to his final fight yet. That's how far behind <laughs> I, I am. It's Nergagante. <laughs> the Nerg. Okay. The um, big Nerg. <laughs> so that's that. That sounds. That's good at least. Um, I mean. I'm, I I'd assume that you know bugs are gonna be a normal thing. I just didn't yeah. know how bad they were in general, because I, I no one really no one was really like exp- uh, detailing. They were just kind of like, you know just complaining. So I was like, I wonder how that what is like. I'll just ask Jerron maybe. Well, um, see, here's the thing. It's the same people complaining that you know used to play games back in the day. Like I remember the first time I played Mario sixty four, and I literally broke the game so bad that I couldn't like. Oh, you did? How how, how I, did you break the game? Because the game is filled with. The game is filled with bugs. Like, remember, people speedrun that game using the bugs. Right. Falling into those by accident is not hard. Really? Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, then again, I was always, I always kept it linear. I don't know. I don't know what you had to do to, like, run into a bug. The biggest bugs that I can remember are just things that make you fall under the map. Oh, really? One of those? Like, Like, you just kind of, I remember. You just phase through. Yeah, like it's it it just happens. Like you would think people got used to it, but no, you just started <laughs> fucking whining about it. I'm like, come on now, it's. Well, I think you, the, the, I think the difference is because we have social media now, we can whine about it more openly. I mean, I yeah, that's about it. I mean, back then you can probably like complain to your your buddy down the street about it, and then it wouldn't yeah. go further than that. Maybe the school, yeah. that's about it. But then no one else would care because math class is starting in five minutes. Yeah, but like, yeah, you're right. Now that now that <laughs> fucking social media, everyone's you know just echo chambering. Yeah, exactly. They're complaining. Just, be- just because you can complain doesn't mean you should. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I fundamentally believe complaining is one of the best was one of the biggest joys a human can have. I get yeah, it. I guess. Well, I, I, but rather, like, is it a joy? Is it a joy though? At a certain point. Look, I re- I really like complaining. It's fun. <laughs> is <laughs> it's, it? It's really fun. I mean, to what? Degree, I don't know though? if that sounds. What's shitty? your per- like, what's, the, what's the purpose at that point? 
Well, think about it. So, like, all right, some, something's unfavorable. Instead of just keeping it in, you're just bitching about it. It makes you feel a little bit better. I guess, depending on what your point is. I mean, yeah, so, like, 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 what's it? You know, bitching about work. Everyone complains about work to somebody. Oh, different. okay. And it like, just... that makes you feel better. I guess so, yeah, because it's almost like a sharing experience, right? Right. In fact, you can, you can fucking make friends literally sh- just shitting about overwork until you realize you have <laughs> nothing else in common. But you've, you've been uh, hanging so out for months, months on end. You thought this Years. person was the best friend you've ever had. <laughs> Years. You've just been shitting shitting on work. He leaves work. You know, he gets find another finds another job. You hang out again. Like, you just nothing to talk about. Yeah. Like, it's, well, it's one mean, of the a, biggest things. At a certain point, you feel betrayed because they left you for another job. It's like, how oh, yeah, dare you? How, of course. how dare you leave me for something that's higher paid with benefits? We could have suffered together. Exactly. It's like, you know, it's your friend leaving you in the trenches. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, I definitely get it. Mm-hmm. You have every right to complain about, you know, stuff being unsatisfactory. Because you're right. Games shouldn't have bugs. You're absolutely correct. But they're going to. Yeah, that's true. Have you seen how games are made? That's yeah, exactly. Intense. Like, I, I, can't even fa- I can't even fathom, like, 15 lines of code and having that output into something else. I can't. Like, I mean, I'm. I may be a simpleton. I'm probably a simpleton. I don't. I don't really get code. I don't. I don't really try to get code. This is why I'm not much of a software guy. Kind of hard to believe since I edit all this shit. But still, mm-hmm. I kind of just give. I, I kind of use what I have and kind of expect it to work because it's supposed to work right. as it said. But I don't know how it works. Let's let's be honest here. The thousands of hundreds of thousands of lines of code to fucking. Inter- intertwine uh, try to understand what's going on uh, try to make a game is like ridiculous like right under trying to understand how a physics engine a physics engine works just like I can fathom it but to my basic understanding it's like making a 3d calculator throwing it in a game and hoping or hoping it works but it obviously doesn't because there's <laughs> yeah. several hundred other things of bullshit you have to deal with yeah so yeah. when I hear people make games by themselves, I'm like, fucking kudos to you. Granted, mm-hmm. you, you're you probably working on top of a pre-built engine, but still, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to work with, even with by yourself. Right. Or especially because you're by yourself. And and then, like, for example, like, so 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 one game that's been floating around for a couple years now is a Yandere Simulator. Right, yeah, that dude. That guy's essentially um, has built that game pretty much from scratch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's he used uh, like pre-rendered models and stuff from something I don't remember where, but like he had to make the he had to make the majority of that, and he did outsource for help for various things. But like, I get why it's taking so long. Like, pe- see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Yond- Here's the thing about Yonder Simulator. People are complaining that that game's taking so long to come out. You have to think about it. How long does it take to make Doom? I don't know. Fucking, you know, in literally any game AAA these days. Right. The, with, the, an, with, go on, sorry. No, no, because uh, to piggyback on top of that, like, they, a lot of companies have that, what is it, that 10, year in the, 10 years in the making kind of uh, speech and all that. Right. So when did, when, when did the Under Simulator kind of first came out? Was it 2015 or something? Yeah, it was 2015 or so, because uh, so- someone was mentioned in the comments that it's been like three to four years since he okay. started working on it and making a YouTube channel for it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty I good think. progress for what? For going solo, 
and what is the what is accomplished so far, especially with well, the ideas. Solo ish. Well, yeah, for the most part, it's sort yeah. of like very small team, very very small team, mm-hmm. and especially with what the ideas he has and what the kind of plans he wants to put into the game. Right. You know. I mean, granted, I haven't really looked, looked in any look into the the latest updates of it. I kind of kind of. I kind of stopped following it just a little bit because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was mostly just minor updates. I was sort of hoping like maybe yeah. one one day it'll event. I mean, I'll wait till it eventually does come out. I don't have any doubt that it could that it will come out, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I understand that it's gonna be it's gonna take some time, right. especially with that whole. There was a bit of a wasn't there a bit of like a kind of a bit of drama that happened sometime some I, yeah there's there's uh, there's been drama there's, okay. it's con it's constant state of drama for him. Okay. So. Yeah, it's it's rough, but I mean, like again, I respect him for how long it's taking, and he, he I, I don't know, I, he, there's a lot to deal with it. And I guess just as a quick side, he's getting closer and closer to being done. He's now stamping out like the last few additions, uh, like mechanical additions he wants to put in the game, and clearing out bugs before he fully puts in the like actual rival rivals. Okay. Nice. And but once he starts putting out rivals, I'd give it the game maybe another year before it comes out. It's like writing story and just general shit of what's gonna happen is a lot easier than putting the game together initially. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, uh, where, where was this coming from? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up about bugs. I get it; it's annoying. If they break the game, that's one thing. But if there's uh-huh. just minor annoyances, like you know, tell somebody, you know, Gearbox, Gearbox needs to know so that they can patch it out. Like, right. just whining about it, it's not going to do anything. That's true. I mean, and not only that, there was also whining about what, having it being on Origin. That's why, too. Uh, who cares? I mean, I get it. I get it. But, like, who cares? Just play the damn game. Yeah, you can play it on PS4, right? Yeah, play, I bought it on PS4. Play it on PS4. It's not, it's not PC Master Race. I got have, to have my 120 frames. Are we irrelevant because we play it on a console? Is that why we can't see the 2,000 frames per second like you fucking aliens can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us console peasants can't understand the PC Master Race. Apparently. I give it. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, I have a PC. I don't really get what? it. I mean, I well, I do get it, but I don't get it. You know, what I mean, because I have, I have the privilege. I'm privileged enough to have both. I guess it's more convenient to have it on a console. I mean, same. I play, I play uh, a lot of games on my computer, and I play fucking game. I've started playing more games on my PlayStation Four because, like, uh-huh. sure, I could play Monster Hunter on PC, but like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like one of those things. Where it's like. It's simple as that. Yeah, I just don't want to. Yeah, it's like when 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 everybody asks, like, but how can you? It's like, eh, it's not oh, not it's my like, thing, right? Like by all means, it probably runs a whole lot better on. Well, you know, then you get a whole graphics and shit like that. I'm like, eh, I just want to know it's gonna in, work. And this then is the it. Nvidia GTX 3000 Titanium with Overdrive Turbo. Right. Because if it's not, then. You, if I if I can't see the hair follicles on a fucking anginath, then that's not worth it, Ron. If that, I that's can't see <laughs> his ball sack in every single fold, then it's not good enough. If I can't see the wrinkles of his asshole, then it's not good enough. 
Speaking of, if I'm playing, if I'm playing near Automata <laughs> on PC and I'm looking at to be climb up a ladder, I better see that high resolution butthole. <laughs> <laughs> or like one Fun pew facts. hair. Oh yeah, Fun I, fact. I can't believe I forgot about the butthole. So her <laughs> TB's ass has more. What was it? Has more pixels or something? No, yeah, in it's, it uh, than most games do in its in, in their entirety. It's um polygons. That's what it is. Polygons, yeah, has more polygons in her ass than most games do in their entirety. That's probably the roundest thing you'll ever probably experience in a virtual space. Ever. Thank God for <laughs> Yoko Taro. That man is a genius. That man. Is amazing in of itself. That's why I want him and Kojo to make a game together. Just fuck the entire no, world up. That would be. Oh my god. I know you and I have talked about this constantly. Shit. Yeah, we have. It'd be the weirdest and also the most saddest thing on the planet, depending <laughs> on how what happens. It would. That that would Yoko, cause suicides, but people would be jerking it too. <laughs> Yoko Taro fucks with your heart while Kojima fucks with your head, and just yeah. having that in tandem with each other, going back and forth or at the same time. You'd you'd be left questioning your own humanity at that point, or your own existence. Ah, oh, that'd be it'd be so amazing. Uh I you know I I honestly want that. Like after Death <laughs> Stranding, I hope he's like, hey Yoko Taro, let's fucking do it, boy. Yeah, exactly. And just just put Keanu Reeves in it too, just for the hell of it. <laughs> right. You know he actually visited Kojima Studios. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He did. I yeah. saw it was in that uh that uh picture. Yeah. Or he, he was did in Japan. the ninja thing. Yeah, yeah, he was in Japan for some reason. Oh, wait, isn't it because he was shooting, like, a movie there or something? He, I mean, he might have been. I don't know. Maybe. I, feel, I mean, it, it'd be possible. I guess he wanted to stop by kn- Kojima Studios in the meantime. Right. I, I just knew he was there for whatever reason, and he there was a ninja meme going around. Oh, yeah. I, sh- I shared that meme. I don't know if I shared it on from me or shared it on the, on the podcast page. I probably shared it on the podcast page. Um, oh, but... Hey, before before that I forget, I've been I've been going back and forth on this in my head because I rem- I've been constantly trying to not forget about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a discovery. I mean, it's not much of a big discovery, but I I finally pinpointed a uh, pinpointed the weird uh, or the weird explanation as to why um, Fire Force is the way it is. Okay. Okay. So. Or- so remember how I said like the way you know you know oh I'm because I'm okay for one thing I'm caught up with Fire Force so okay good, good I can good. I can I can finally talk about this, um but remember how you said about like the like sometimes a lot of them a lot of times during an episode there'll be a lot of like kind of quiet moments or kind of just paused scenes yeah. of that's long uh, that's much longer than what you would normally find in like a shonen mm-hmm. series right, right also and on spe- top of that uh-huh. let me let me I just want to throw it in real quick they use a lot of silence too. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of anime usually have something ish going on in the background. If right. characters aren't talking, but like they but use just, quiet moments a lot. Yeah, just like a lot of ambience, right? Yeah. So, and I remember I told you that it was very Shaft-like. Like that's what that's what that was the kind of feel I got from it. Because mm-hmm. a like Shaft does a lot of that kind of stuff too, right? Or like the right, way right, they right. the way they you know present their shit. Now, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Um, so I looked into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I the director of Fire Force is uh Yas uh, uh Yuki Yase. And mm-hmm. do you know what this individual has directed? Yeah, John? he did uh Soul Leader. No, 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 no. Didn't he? That, you're talking about the writer. That's the writer oh. or the author of uh Fire Force. No, the right, director right, right. the director of this anime 
Oh, yeah, the, the director in charge of the anime. Do you know what this uh-huh. person has done? What? Nisei Koi, Nisei Monogatari, Denpa Ona Shoshio no Toku, Madoka Magica, the Monogatari series second season. They have that's somebody. Why. They have somebody from Shaft, or they have somebody that's done a lot of Shaft series, directing Fire Force. Okay, that makes sense. Then. That so makes a fucking, lot of sense. So that's fucking why I was like, this is way too Shaft-like to really like kind of because you can't really, you know, you can you can always like you know have that kind of ambience, but Shaft has that unique way of like you know presenting like wide shots or like. Because a lot, a lot of the ones I've seen so far was like um, during the Princess Hanabi episode, they mm. use like a lot of dark, like wide, wide shots of just dark rooms. But the only thing lit would be like the uh, the fire force, like blue light and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like it's an it's an artistic choice, obviously. And then they have like a lot of weird B roll B shots of just still objects, not related to the scene at all. And I'm like, right. this is way too shaft like to really be just something that um this studio is just doing off of hand or just doing because shits and giggles. Like I've never seen David Productions do anything like this in general, mm-hmm. you know, cause David was it. David Productions have done what the entirety of Jojo, you know, Boku right. XSS, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Bento and all that. Like I've never seen that kind of style from them at all. Right. 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 So I was like, maybe they have, maybe they, maybe they have a unique kind of a uh, director or something. And when I looked into mm-hmm. it, like this person's directed a bunch of like Shaft series. That's why. Mm. So, I can have a little. I have a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm sort of. I'm sort of like pleasantly surprised by this. Yeah, that's actually really fucking cool. I don't know. Fucking wow. Now, I, like, I, I just wanted to share it with you, Jerron, since you're you know since you're a fan of the Monogatari series, and I mean you, you 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 definitely like know what the Shaft look is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because uh, Bakuman Guitari, though usually there was a lot more going on, they did have their quiet, like ambient moments. Mm-hmm. So I just ambient, had this ambient. Oh, I'm um, well, ambiance. That's how you would say with that with the ah uh, and ambient. Right, right. But I'm not going for this part. I'm going ambient, like you so know, like ambient. Yeah, ambient. There we go. Yeah, it'd be ambient. So I just thought I I just thought I'd share that because it was like. I mean, I, I don't know why I didn't bother looking at the director stuff anyway. I should have mm. done it early because I was like, you know, again, it was very chef-like. And I was like, it's interesting to see how someone else has the same kind of eye. But no, this is this person is from the has same. Has the eye. Yeah, this person is has the eye and all that. I was like, this makes mm. a lot of sense now. And surprisingly enough, too, I mean, I, I don't I tend not to read any comments uh, whenever, you know, whenever I watch an episode or something because people are generally negative for some reason. I don't know why. But like yeah, a lot of people are saying, like know, it's people are shitty. Because a lot of people were saying, like, was it uh, Fire Force was a little bit of a disappointment or something? I guess they were expecting more you... of a shonen, like <laughs> very explosive, very, uh, you know. I guess they were expecting it to be like how the opening is. You know, it's like a lot of a right. lot of firefighting, so to speak. Right. You know, but for the I... most part, it's been like a crime drama for the most part, which I I, I actually don't. Yeah, mind. that's true. That's true. Because the whole was it the whole thing about solving the mystery of uh, the uh, what are they called the evangelists or the yeah the evangelists the combu- and the, the the yeah just the combustion just the combustion mystery and then it's been like that kind of it's been that kind of a crime crime drama driven and this is completely a stark stark contrast to what I was expecting which is not a mm-hmm. bad thing especially with a director like uh, like Yase. Um, 
coming from th- their background. You know, I guess this is a cool way of like having cool way of portraying the the, the crime drama in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm lo- definitely love I'm definitely liking it for that style, and I don't really mind it. Uh, well, I I appreciate it even more knowing that knowing that this director has done a lot of Shaft series in general. Mm-hmm. So and uh, you you uh, you see he's also actually done he's he's directed specific episodes too apparently um, for Fire Force like he well he he did uh, he only he only directed episode one I guess he specifically directed episode one but he's a direct he's the main director for or they're the main director of the entire Fire Force series. Okay, PSA. I'm not completely sure if it's a female or male, but point is, I just have to bring that up. It was amazing. And I find this this discovery is just enlightening to us as uh, as viewers, at least to those who you know, I guess appreciate the art of it. I guess. Yeah, because there's all the fucking meatheads who are like, I want them to punch each other all <laughs> every single episode. If there's not punching, then I want titties. If there's not titties, then they better be fucking doing something funny. <laughs> if it's not fairy tale, it's not good. If it's not black clover, it's not good. Oh gosh. You know, I was sort of, ex- I was sort of like weird that I was like, why they haven't been doing anything in the open, like how it was portrayed in the opening. But I mean, well, I didn't really mind it. Get to it. I know it's gonna be a twenty-four some episode series, so we have plenty of time. You know, right? Like we're just at the halfway point now, in a sense. I'm re- honestly, I'm just really enjoying this <clears throat> slow burn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> burn. <laughs> But no, I'm I'm enjoying that the the show's going slow instead of like throwing a lot at you really fast because like it yeah I feel like it lets you really ease into everything that's going on yeah that's true and like it's it's also like the way that the way the direction they're going with I mean, it's probably how it is in the story too or in the manga where it's you know they're pretty much like kicking you off of like oh there's a you know there's there's some conspiracy going on in the fucking you know in the order of things. I thought this was a uh, original. I guess not. No, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's original. It's a, it's a manga. Oh, yeah, okay. the author. Yeah, the one you're talking about was the author. That's that. that that's done. Uh, Soul Eater, I believe. Right, right, yeah. right. So. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. For people that are like, like I don't like. If you're disappointed that it's not what you wanted it to be, like I get it. Because it's like you said, it's definitely a lot different from what you initially went into it thinking. But like, there's there has to be an appreciation for it. Like, yeah, I wish instead of just it saying action supernatural shonen, I wish it said like action supernatural shonen drama, um, mystery, I guess, mystery stuff like that. Like, give me something, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, at this point, it's at this point, something like Fire Force is more so like an artwork, like. <laughs> Even just reading the comments now on uh, on Mel, mm-hmm. like I've only seen one comment that said that uh, what is it? Uh, I, I I've only seen one comment that was actually positive. Everyone else is saying that it's a weird directing style, it's appalling, it's jarring, like the way they're directing Fire Force. It's very like, yeah, bizarre. it's jarring because it's weird. Like I mean, like this... you've seen it in other <laughs> anime. Specifically well, that this director's done, but like, right, like the whole pausing and shit. Like, I get it; it's weird, but like, I mean, the the shaft spice is a kind of, it's a bit of a hard spice to swallow, I guess. 
I guess. Maybe. But are, are we, is, 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 is it because that we're used to it? Are we, are we just, or are we like... Well, I, 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 no, think of... So here's the thing, here's the thing. Remember, mm. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't. I couldn't place why where it came from. You mentioned that it was from Shaft, and I'm like, okay, okay yeah, I guess yeah. I kind of see well, it. But like, I mentioned. I mentioned it was Shaft different. Like, yeah, it was right. completely different from like any kind of shonen like series how it's supposed to be portrayed. Right, and it's again the 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 long pauses, the like almost deafening silence of certain scenes. It's like, yeah, mm. I get it. It's weird if you haven't seen it before, but like. Just not thinking about it, you're like it lets you appreciate what's going on, not just like oh yeah, you know what's gonna happen next. It's like it keeps you in the present. Yeah, it's very grounded. It's a very grounded way of like telling the story. Right. Because like in real life, that's kind of how things go. It's like there's not always something going on when like you know you're feeling emotion. It's not always verbal. It's sometimes you just let it sit inside of you and like you get that you get that in certain freeze frames when it's on a character mm. or when like there's literally nothing happening it's like doing a frame of like just over the city or something yeah or sometimes like when two kids are talking and then there's that one silence that you know some of that happens in real life because that's that at that moment it's sort of like the character thinking about what he's gonna say next you know right. you don't actually you don't actually hear the thought but it's more so like you're both you're both in that moment where like oh what, let me think about what you just said, and then I'll say this, you know? Right, right. It puts you, it's like what Jaron said, it just, it just puts you in the moment and kind of uh, gives you a, uh, I wouldn't call it surreal, but it's 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 very on the, uh, on the moment and natural, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I'd say uh, when it happens in conversation, it feels pretty realistic, mm-hmm. natural, as you said. I mean, let's. Granted, it's not the most. It's not as much. It's it's not as spicy, of a of a shaft. Uh, uh there's not as much shaft spice as it as it could be. Because we know, right? We, we absolutely know how you know how much they can really put in. So this is about as least shafty as it gets. You know, and it's mostly what what John just said. What the quiet moments and just some pauses. That's about it. I will have to say though. I love this main character and his fucking nervous ass smile. I love it so much. <laughs> I can't. I I love it. I to know. Helen back because a lot of the pauses are on him fucking doing his smile. And you know, and, you, you know that he's just nervous, so it's like you can right. kind of like feel for him in a sense. So. Right. Because you see all the situations where it happens, where he's like, "Oh my god, there's this person," and then he gets that smile, and they look at him like, "What the fuck's wrong with him?" Like. <laughs> It's almost, it's almost like you try, it's almost like they're, they're trying to put you in the same spot as him like kind of have that kind of same you know it's very immersive in a sense mm-hmm. uh it's it's like an immersive experience that you're that it's almost as if you're you're feeling how the main character feels when that's just that bit of silence that you're right. just staring at the character and you can kind of feel that ambiance mm-hmm. being put being pressure on top of him as he's right. just smiling there nervously and i mean it's because they can do it Without having to say anything is uh, one of my fucking favorites. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it's it's that shaft eye. Like that's the only thing I can say. Like, we when when you can portray a lot with with saying so little. That's, I mean, maybe the, maybe this is just my artistic boner being, you know, hardening up a little bit. But when you can say when you can say so much with with saying so little verbally, mm-hmm. 
then that's when you can really project um well project a message i guess you'd say and it's hard to explain it's it's very visual it's a very it's a visual experience especially with the way the direction it's going in um because mm-hmm. it a lot of this does focus on characters which right. it's a sort of weird to like say given how like an anime should be focused on its characters you know. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. It's not necessarily always focused on the characters in the sense that, like, you get the character, you get their personality, and that rarely, ever, that will rarely ever change. Right. Okay. You know? And it's that personality reacting to everything happening to them. Whereas this one, it's more reflected inwards, where the characters are sure still maybe a little bit one-dimensional, but it's like you get to fully explore that dimension instead of it just being, oh, how do they react to this? It's how do they feel about it? Yeah, you know, because like like we said before, uh, let's take the most one of the most recent uh, episodes when um, our boy ran into Joker again. Oh yeah, right. Uh, and you know, you got his nervous smile and everything. You got you kind of got how how he felt and then how he related to his team later on. It's like. You didn't have to, again, that one detail that he smiles when he's nervous literally carries his emotional range throughout the entire show. Like, you get it. Like, he, he's not always, oh, you know, I'm super confident and shown in main character. Like, no, he, he has his weaknesses. And yeah. I appreciate that so much. And having him smile like that, it visually shows how he, how he is in that moment. Right. You know, that's that's sort of like that his visual cue, and you know, and when that happens, you know that he's you you already know that he's gonna be you know on edge and just trying to be ready for any for anything at that point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, though, granted, uh, oh, sorry. Well, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like when you go to other characters when they don't have um because they don't have such an obvious tell on their emotional state, you can still kind of based on what just happened and they them doing the freeze frame on them, you can kind of feel like, all right, they might be feeling this. They might be feeling that you can usually probably tell cause it's obvious, but it doesn't have to show them looking like distraught. Like for example, yeah. there was a scene where uh, it was before they went to go um, raid the fifth and sister, what's her name was taking a cleanse bath, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And our main character asks, "Hey, are you all right?" As she was walking by, and you could see like the the blank smile on her face. It's like, "Yeah, I'm fine," but you knew, obviously. Yeah, there was no, there was no like head, like you know, like uh, mental thought, no nothing. It was just kind of silence, and you just saw that smile. But you right. knew, and you, you kind of felt the tension when you know af- after after he asked that question. Right. And I fucking absolutely love that. And to piggyback off of that too, um, it and same thing in the late in the latest episode. Where, um, remember that? Do you remember the scene when uh, they were sort of all just doing paperwork in the office? That was before they had yeah. dinner and all that. And then mm-hmm. n- it was complete silence after you know just minus like the the little bit of a back and forth between uh, him and Arthur. But mm-hmm. you can you can tell that the like everyone else was sort of like worried for our homeboy. 
because right. they felt as though something was off, but you, there was nothing visually said. They no, there was no thought. They weren't even talking. They weren't even like thinking about it. You just kind of just saw them look at him as though that they were concerned. Like they felt that something was off. Right. And you know, having that translate in a what have it hadn't having that uh translate visually as well during uh dinner when they were like kind of uh encouraging him to like you know get ready for you know have have him prepare supper for them or when arthur was giving him more meat you know it's 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 small right, it's right. small things like that that kind of like uh carry character um well char- character traits and characteristics and how these mm-hmm. characters can pro uh convey emotion in a sense and even if it's right. something as little as like oh we're sort of worried about you maybe you're just a little bit hungry or maybe we can do something to cheer you up maybe uh you can probably talk to us well you know you can talk to us you know because mm-hmm. we're we're the eighth we're your family right so i mean i guess not that many people can really understand uh the shafty the shaftiness the, sh- the shafty <laughs> the shafty wafty yeah <laughs> I mean, I get it. I it's definitely something to get used to, especially with something right. like I did. Again, I never expected Fire Force to have that kind of direction. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sort of glad that they kind of went this direction. I mean, obviously the manga is gonna be the manga is gonna be completely different in terms of how it's gonna be framed. So mm-hmm. I guess if you have any complaints, you can't always read the manga. It's you know? true. You probably get all the information a whole lot faster than you would anywhere else. But like it, like I. Because of the way it is, I'd say this is more of an art, artsy anime than most others than we've seen, and that's probably the first time I've ever said that about any shonen anime. I know, right? I, honestly, I mean, actually, in a way, it sort of fits. Just the way their, the way their motto is, you know, because even during the beginning, it was more so about like helping people, and it carried right. that kind of emotional responsibility. So I guess having it directed in this way that conveyed like a heart. It works for the message that the Fire Force, like, mantra is supposed to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Supposed to, you know, think about your responsibility as a fire, as a special Fire Force uh, uh, individual, you know? Right. So, because in, rea- in their reality of things, it's, it's a pretty fucked situation, and they have to do their best so that, you know, the, all the victims, including the Infernals, are... Put are laid to rest and are properly uh, like and they can properly move forward and as well as the the victims of the of the infernals as well. So because mm-hmm. I think that, I feel like that'd be kind of hard for you know if you had like a like a run of the mill shonen kind of direction. I don't know. I feel like I mean I don't. I feel like have having the extra layer of this directing style helps emphasize the emotion the emotional part of being a fire force uh or being part it helps the emotional part of being part of the fire force right i mean they definitely would be able to just get their general story across if they made it a regular shonen where it was like a bit more higher it's like higher octane than it is now mm-hmm. but as you said you wouldn't get the emotional it was, i don't think you'd get the emotional um complexity Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it's not terribly complex. It's literally just don't burn, like, don't, eat. don't burn people, and make sure they're put to rest. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not, it's not, it's not a hard concept to understand, especially you know what they're trying mm-hmm. to do here. But it's like uh, you don't see it all the time, so it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's refreshing, especially with the with the Shonen series, you know. Right. 
So Oh yeah, actually yeah, that's a good point. Specifically because it's shonen. It's like I don't remember the last time I've seen a shonen anime where it's not like like surface level. Super action. Surface level, yeah. I mean there there's some I'm sure that I've seen. I just can't think of them right now. Mm-hmm. But it's just like in recent history. Probably the only other one. Uh, so I'm trying to I'm trying to stay away from like the big three, like the One Pieces, the the Dragon Balls, the the Black right. Clover stuff like that. Those like, are gonna be so surface level because they're about the adventure, not the characters. Right. Are you trying to Are you trying to think about something as complex as like uh like complex complex ish? Like I know Bakemon is Bakemonogatari considered a shonen. Oh, uh, I mean, I can check right now. I'm I'm, I'm on yeah. mail right now. Let me see. Yeah, same. Mm. I don't. It might be. Um. No, uh, it's mystery, comedy, romance, right. supernatural. That's what I'm getting there. for the the Monogatari. For Monogatari, I don't know about Baki Monogatari, or I feel like they're all sort of pretty much like that same kind of. Yeah, at the very least, mystery and supernatural. You know. Right. Just the um, way it carries itself. Shit, I guess. I guess, yeah, there's... I, uh, would you consider, like, Attack on Titan a little bit deeper? Um, oh, here we go, here we go. Promise Neverland is a... Sh- is this, it's a shonen, really? Wait, really? Neverland is a shonen series? Oh. Uh, yeah, Promise Neverland is a shonen. It's okay. listed as shonen on Mal. Okay, well, I guess that's one that's very complex. You know, actually, I don't know. I don't count that as a show. That's <laughs> you, uh, really uh, okay. How about Death Note then? Death Note is a shonen. Is too. that a shonen? It's like the first one on shonen. Really? According, according to Mel, yeah. I mean, I guess. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I guess. Like yeah, yeah. Full Metal. Full Metal. Full Metal Alchemist is a little bit deeper than yeah, uh, most, but that one is a longer series, uh, so they have you- a lot more time to flesh shit out. Uh, how about Future Diary? Future Diary. That's kind of a shonen for some reason. Well, male main character. Mm-hmm. I, I can see it. It's action-y, but there's still like... A le- but then... See, I don't they, know. They do, maybe maybe they, I'm hypocriting here. I mean, they have some complexities with, their, with, with certain characters. Right. Like, we even get some character arcs from some of them. Um, right. And we even had some, we even had some participants that were even like nonviolent in general, like that one lady, like the or was it? Uh, she was a orphanage. Oh, yeah, the she had the the big fat lady. Yeah, she took in the all the kids. She's the one that took in all those kids and stuff. So you know, we had some complex characters. We had comp. We had some interesting. Your line, inter- April, was not a fucking shonen. What are you talking about? That what? was a that's a heartbreak. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a fucking shonen. Like, that's pretty. Right. That's pretty fucking deep. You know, the, fun fact, right? You know, there's one line in that series that gets me every time. What? It's the it's the one where um, what what's her name again? Uh, Kose is the guy. What's the name of the girl? I need to, I need to click on this, just to get just to respect her, Kauri. So when Kairo, uh, I I don't remember what episode it was, but when Kairo and Kosi were walking down together, like going home and shit, uh-huh. the one line that she that she says to him that kind of got me, like in a in a deep spiritual level, was uh, she's she asked him if he grew any taller, 
And he was like, mm-hmm. no, not really. And then she's like, oh, I know why. It's because you stop looking down when you walk. No. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, that's a good one. something like that is, like, really deep. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously when you're, when, when you're, was it Kosi was somebody that confined to himself when he, you know, when he was upset and he had, mm-hmm. the, you know, the natural tendency of, like, looking down as he walked because he didn't really want to. It was very symbolic too, but you know him not looking, him not looking down as he walked anymore. Kind of shows that he grew a little bit as a character, right? And he's starting to look forward when he when he moves forward. I don't know. I something did like, find <laughs> something like that was like really touching to me. Uh though I did find an example. Mm, okay. The Promised Neverland is considered a shonen. Okay. So you just Even though, out. again, I guess I wouldn't really count it because it <laughs> doesn't feel like a regular shonen. Right, that's true. But it is a bit. It is a lot. Uh, it's definitely not surface level at all. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 some psychological shit. You gotta that you gotta like, mm-hmm. you know, put together as well as try to like compete. Especially if you're watching it. If you're watching it, you know, without any prior knowledge, you're trying to like. Mm-hmm. St- you're trying to think two steps ahead of the characters, but they're like ten steps ahead of you already. So you're just trying oh. to play catch up this entire time. Here we go. E- uh, Ishu Khan friends. Uh, what is that? It's, it's, it sounds familiar. It, trying to look. For if it. I remember correctly, this one was it's like a four coma slice of life comedy about a girl that I think forgets everything by. <gasps> oh. I think um, by the end of the day or something. One week friends. Or end of the week. Right? Is it One yeah. Week Friends? Yeah. Yeah, One Week Friends. There we go. I have, you know, I had that DVD. <laughs> I actually have the DVD of that. Yeah, it's every, it's every end of the week she forgets her all the memories that she uh, remember or that she's done that past week. Right, and even though it's listed as just a slice of like comedy school shonen, it was a whole lot deeper than that. Oh no, yeah, definitely. I, I'm still reading the manga of that too. It's still going, and it's, I mean, it, it, you know, with something like memory loss, that's some deep shit you gotta go go through. Right. Um, I'm sure there are others, but like, but what's the point we're trying to make here? I just sort of forget. The well, the point, point the point is, is like it's rare to see a shonen not be a traditional shonen where it's like, yeah, there's the male main character, he's got his personality, and there's nothing terribly artistical about the show itself. You know, it's like, yeah, it's him and his friends are gonna go save the world, and yes, that is what Fire Force is. But like it doesn't just throw it at you as other shonens do. Yeah, it's not just all fire. It's mostly, like, it's mostly smoke than it is fire. If that's if if that that's like an, that's my artistic way of going about it. You know, yeah, it's it, it's a smoked anime, not flame grilled. Yeah, exactly. If anything, it's this is like the if you're if you were starting a fire, this you're you're still. It's more so about the process of making the fire and not the fire itself. Right. You know, it's one of those, it's all about the journey, not the destination kind of feel. But then, you know, you will have your naysayers and people that don't like the directing style and whatnot. So this is why we have the entirety of Shaft, I get. We have the entirety of Shaft like animes or we have animes from anime from Shaft to get all that shaftiness from. Mm-hmm. Oh. But uh, there was something. Oh, there's another thing I do want to kind of put out there. Um, talking about, well, 
I feel like I had something. I, I had something in tandem with. Uh... Oh no! How did we? How did I we wanted... even get to this topic. I forgot. <laughs> well, it was sort of a. It was sort of a discovery. I wanted. I wanted to share. Oh okay, go uh, go go but, go. Uh, Demon Slayer. So we know yeah. how we know how that's been going on, right? Uh, yeah. Our boys Nezuko. So um, this is like best, a sm- best Emoto. Yes, the, the the Emoto that no one deserves that we can't that we don't deserve. Um, I found this one weird because this is this was an article written uh, written a while ago. Sometime I found it mm-hmm. sometime the Sunday this past week. Apparently, an artist was called a pedo for drawing Nezuko as an older as an older version of herself. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Well, I was so I still hear about that because it's on my Facebook a lot. Oh, is it okay? Because I stopped seeing it on my feed. I didn't know. I I didn't think it would still be going. Yeah, it's fucking right. weird. Like. I read the article. I read the article and all that, because um, apparently, the the fact that he drew a character that's originally what fourteen years old, yeah, just that, just with that, this so despite with despite him drawing her as an older age, like even though he he clearly stated that this is like an older version of Nezuko, mm-hmm. uh, right. he's he it's it was still frowned upon apparently, because of that look. I just, I, I just, I have to. <laughs> it's such a fucking. So even if you put aside the whole, it's a drawing. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, uh, argument. Even if you put aside the, uh, I guess really that's the only argument to really put aside. It's like, all right, so. Yes. They're fourteen, and it's weird. And then when you consider it. You really consider it the amount of times any artist, like not just like fan artists, the people themselves lewd their younger characters, high school characters specifically, or late middle school characters, definitely. Mm-hmm. They always do it. Don't try to fucking, you know, let's not pick and choose like, oh, yeah, because someone that didn't originally draw it. You know, it's lewd now. But like if you look at high school DXD. Like they're all, some of them are freshmen. They're, I mean, yeah, they're sixteen, sure, but that's still illegal, in most places. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Let me think. What's what's a? I mean, it was mo- it was a- mo- like the mostly it was the it, I found an issue. Oh, the only thing I found was weird is that the the fact that he drew her specifically as an older version of herself, and even and that was this like that was dismissed sort of, you know. Cause like the whole the whole point of the whole point of his you know his of his uh drawings were like oh look this is what Nesco would probably look like if she was older you know taller right. I'm very much familiar more with that artist like phil- he, they phil- do phil- fucking ways. amazing art yeah I I mean I saw his stuff way back I I saw the same Nesco drawing a while ago on Instagram I was like oh this is pretty cool you know because mm. it was like oh like an older Nesco I didn't think it would make a fucking a Twitter uh a, a you know a Twitter mom go after him for some fucking reason. It's stupid. It's so dumb. Like, there's no reason. He literally, like, you can't even make the art there. There that. Oh yeah, you're a pedophile for drawing a child. You didn't draw a child. You drew an a, the adult version. Like, it's 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 the same argument with uh, Kana from uh, Dragon Maid. Oh yeah, pretty much. People drew adult drew adult versions of her. People's cosplayed adult versions of her, and they're like, "No, yeah, yeah." You're looting a, a an elementary school. How dare you, pedophile? 
but you're not you literally made them into an adult it's like it doesn't follow the same rules as fucking real life man it doesn't it just doesn't like it's it's i'm trying to stay away from the those other like other arguments because we've already established our position on them it's oh, yeah. it's it's and it's a drawing who gives a fuck like it's you know japan's weird stop care you know, like who gives a fuck it's literally you literally drew an adult that's it you drew an adult yes they were a child but like you can imagine something as an adult like that doesn't that's not i don't I don't. I don't mean. I don't know what to say. I, I like. Yeah, it might sound weird. It's like, yeah, you're just. You know, you're doing the. What is it? The grooming thing, essentially. <laughs> that's to like make them a, look. However, you. That's like that's that's far reaching. That is. Yeah, really I know. Far that's exactly. It's reaching because that's. I feel like that's the basis of the argument. It's like, yeah, you're taking this child. You know, you're, quote unquote, waiting for them to be older to lewd them or whatever, or making them older to lewd them. I'm like. Like how do I don't know how to like? It's a he didn't lewd them as a child. He looted them as an adult. Like I don't, I can't. I don't even know how to make this argument because it's, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> you mean like being like <laughs> trying to trying to be on that side of like trying to argue it? Like I I just I don't know how to argue saying that it's like yeah. it it doesn't matter. I like. Mean... <laughs> Well, want me to read I you? I want, to, I want me to read you the, one of the tweet responses. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. All right. Uh, somebody tweeted. Someone did a tweet response about it, saying uh, drawing aged up characters still implies you're attracted to that character. Uh, comma a little child consuming an aged up uh, lewd slash not safe for work of teens children is still pedophilia. You and everyone else who creates and enjoys this equals predators and likely pedophiles or apologists. Fiction does affect reality. It does not. <laughs> oh my it god! It does not. I'm getting brand reasons from that. <laughs> in that exact same argument, in that exact same argument, that exact same logic, you're saying because I killed somebody in Borderlands, that means I'm gonna go kill a bunch of people in fucking real life. Is that what that means? No, that's not what that means. It does not equate. It does not equate. I can enjoy Borderlands and murdering fucking legions and legions of people, literally blowing them the bits from punching them because it's fucking wild and bullshit. I know it can't happen. I know it doesn't happen. Like, it's fucking... Like, you can look at, like... Fuck. Alright, sorry. I yanked yanked out my uh, headphones. Oh. Um, By accident. Um... All right, so let, let, let me let me change what I said a little bit because that was that's not entirely true. Yes, people do mass murder people. People do go on shooting sprees. That does happen. Yes, sure. But like the asinine, the 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 the, the, the I guess put it simply, the craziness of that situation for it to actually happen is so laughable that like putting it in a video game and like what doing it is like yeah, this is. This is fun. It's living out of, you know, it's not necessarily in a fantasy. It's like, it's just a thing. To, how do how do I explain this, Shomo? I don't. I, I'm, I don't. I'm I don't think we should even try. Point, but I'm, I'm, I don't I mean, think you can. Even if you have a point, Iran. There's. 
I mean, I, can I mean, only... you can't argue with them. You can't. You can't. It's like, it's. Mm. But I really want to try to make a solid point here, that. <sighs> I wish I was of... more eloquent with stuff, but like. You're arguing with the legitimacy of a drawing. That's what you're that's right. What they're saying. That's what that's that's what it sounds like. They're trying to argue. Right. The le- they're trying to argue the legitimacy of a drawing. In general, and it, it's the only argument here that I would accept, because even though I'm 100 for like it's a drawing who gives a shit. Like I get that there's still an argument to be made, and you know I'm like sure. I'll still debate my point, but I can still see the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, if that's not the argument here, then what are you even saying? Like, <laughs> like it all, it literally boils back to the previous argument. Like, it's a drawing. Like, who gives a, you're like, oh, you're a pedophile for liking this 14 year old character. I'm like, okay, it's a drawing. <laughs> yeah. And not only like, that, but even the even even though in this case it's obviously a drawing that was that was you know it was written that it was an older in the in older right. rendition of that character as well than a canonical and age. You're saying that you were attracted to the maybe you just liked the aesthetic of the character and you wanted it to be sexier, but you knew like you you were had misgivings about them being a child. So you're like, oh, what if they're an adult? They can keep the aesthetic, and I can fucking jerk off to it. It's fucking win win. Like, uh, yeah. come on now. Like, you're not even. It... Mm. I don't. Why do Why do people have to hate things like that? Like, I I understand that it's because like... they're morally righteous, John. That's why. Yeah, that's all it is. You're just it's... trying to be right. <laughs> you're not right. I am. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I mean that's 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 the argument. There is that you're not right. I am. Everything you do is wrong. Everything I do is correct. Pretty much, and, <sighs> but I mean, it's just—it's—I mean, it's small pockets of it's small pockets of this, which is like you know, it is at a certain point you ca- you have to stop being you have to stop taking yourself so seriously, you know. Right. I think that's what it is. I mean, anime is cool now, but don't take it way don't take it too seriously, you know. Right. It's literally like. Everything is weird. If, like I've seen, I've seen a lot of the comments, like a lot of the. The tweet, the common tweets on here is like, "Don't loot, don't loot the child, don't loot our, our Nezuko channel." Like, man, do you, like, do you even know? Like, <laughs> how do you know that the artist doesn't loot them themselves? Like, come on now, like, you know, one of the big, the funniest realizations that I had is when I realized quite a few anime artists fucking loot their own characters consistently. Like, you might not, you won't see it normally because you. You have to be following their shit like specifically, but like for example, uh, the the artists for uh, the mangaka and artists for Dragon Maid, they he loot that person loots the shit out of their characters, kind of specifically. Not oh really? Specifically, but a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Like I've I've been I've browsed through their stuff and there's like two or three of them with Kana. <laughs> he does. He really likes his Shodas too. Like, oh, he boy, howdy, does he like his Shodas? I mean, he named one of his characters or her, Shota. Whoever's, exactly. <laughs> like, there's even a spinoff specifically about Shoda and fucking uh, uh, Lukua. Like, you, this person, they know what they're doing. This person is a de- degenerate. Yes, I they, get it. I understand. They know, ex- they know exactly what they're doing. Right. 
So, like, you don't try to... <sighs> You're nitpicking. You're nitpicking. You can't watch an anime and be like, yeah, this character's cute. Like, you can't fucking watch Boku no Hero Academia, right? Mm-hmm. There's so there's so much lewd art of all the female characters. And they're all totally they're in high school. Like, they're all still in high school. Like, they're still minors. Yeah. Like, I, yes, it's still, it's still... Like, if you're looking at it them as people, yes, it's wrong. But they're not people. That's that's the key difference. They aren't people. They are drawings. You can say they're depictions of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, until somebody's being hurt because I'm watching this, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm 100%... Uh, as long as it's not hurting anybody, do whatever the hell you want. You aren't bothering anybody. You aren't interrupting anybody. You know, you're not doing anything to bring anybody harm or inconvenience. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm going to still judge you because I'll <laughs> think it's weird. Right. Like, I still think fucking lollicons are fucking weird pieces of shit pedophiles. Sure. Wait, wait, like, yeah. Hold on. You said it's, it's pedophiles, Jaron. You can't. We, we... Right. <laughs> right, right. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can call you whatever the hell I want to call yeah. you. But I can't, I'm never going to be like, oh, you know, I'm never going to yell at you saying, yeah, you're a fucking piece of shit. Kill yourself. You should stop doing art. Like, yeah, I have my opinion of you at that point. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like, I have my opinion. I still think it's weird, but I know like legally or like on like when it all boils down, there's literally nothing wrong with what you're doing. It's just how I how I feel about it. Like how I feel doesn't fucking matter. Because you do what you're gonna do because it's not hurting anybody. So I can't. I I don't get to tell you not to. I just get to judge you. That's it. But regardless, that's John's all right I anyway. can do. Exactly. Regardless. <laughs> regardless, John is still right. Regardless, you know. And that's it. <laughs> that's 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 not an opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but no, well, you get what I'm saying, Jamal. It's like you know. Yeah, I do. You can say whatever you want, but when it comes, when it you know, at the end of the day. They aren't hurting. They are quite literally not hurting anybody. You can make the argument like, you know, people are getting normalized to this and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, we've had mass murder, genocide, homicide, whatever, before we even had digital media, before we had physical media. Like, calm your shit down. Before you Humanity's violent and shitty, has been violent and shitty for eons. Like, you don't even... Don't try to do like, oh yeah, twenty nine, twenty the the you know two, the two thousand spelled the end of you know human decency. Like you no. Know. Have you heard of the Black Plague? <laughs> Have you heard of the Black Plague? Have you heard of the Holocaust? Like that that was the... fucked up. Like. <laughs> Have you heard of what is it uh, the uh, the Spanish Inquisitions? You know that's a, that was a thing. You know <laughs> the fucking Crusades. Oh you oh have did you hear that you know fucking Europe sent people to America and they were like hey. Look at all this land. Look at all these brown people. Let's say fuck the brown people. Let's take this land, you know? Right. Like, you heard of the opioid wars? Drugs. The opioid wars. Did you see? Did you know there was a fucking potato famine? Did you know that, like, you know, indentured servitude was essentially slavery, except, yeah, it was a con- it was a contract that we could do whatever the hell we wanted to do to you, but, it, you know... <laughs> Like there is a lot of bad stuff to be and then to be looking at this and like you know slap on the wrist because this is bad. Like get the fuck out of here, dude. Like there is still real shitty shit happening in this day and age, and you're coming at a person for drawing a character. They might have originally been a child. They drew him as an adult for all intents and purposes. That's an adult. Like 
Like you, you're here. What are you even complaining about? <laughs> like, chill. Internet warrior, calm down. <laughs> right. Like, honestly. Ah. Uh, here, let me let me let me brighten let me brighten up the rest of your the rest of this podcast with some good stuff. Please. <laughs> so, <laughs> on September 9th, um, the voice actors of Haruhi Suzumiya, Aya Hirano, or if you also know her from Lucy. From fairy tale. Oh yeah. Uh, Bef- before we get, before we get to the brightening, I just do, I okay. do have to mention. Yeah. I just want to mention it because this uh, is shitty on my part. Oh okay. When it was September 11th, I completely forgot <laughs> until I saw the memes on Facebook. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's really bad. But <laughs> go on. Okay. Uh, so voice actors here. Uh, Aya here and now. Uh, mostly known for her vo- uh, voice for Haruhi Suzumiya, was mm-hmm. appointed a the quote unquote cool Japan ambassador by the Japanese government on September 9th. So Hirano Hirano became the first anime cover uh, anime voice actor and singer to be appointed to the position. Um, apparently, the cool J- the quote unquote cool Japan initiative was started by the government by of Japan's Ministry of Economy, Trade and Industry to promote quote cool culture properties worldwide and make Japan into a cultural superpower. Oh. This includes anime and manga, but also oh. travel destinations, idols, traditional Japanese art, and tea. Uh oh, they're trying <laughs> to take over. It's happening. It's the Weeb. Invi- it's the Weeb. Inis- uh, the Weeb initiative. <laughs> the Weeb initiative. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> At the appointment ceremony, Hirano said, quote, I want to spread Japan's charms by attending overseas anime events, among other occasions, reports Nippon. The minister in charge of, quote-unquote, Cool Japan, said that he hopes Hirano, quote, actively works to make Japan's leading content known to people abroad and win their support. In 2016, Hirano spent four months in New York City learning English and and honing her skills, her acting skills. Hirano used mm-hmm. her newfound skills in an Instagram video of her voice of her voicing fairy tales Lucy in English. Oh wait, what? She voiced what? Lucy oh, in English. Whoa. whoa now. Whoa, Nelly. What's her name? Uh Aya Hirano. So she does both the Japanese and the English of Lucy from Fairy Tale? No, that doesn't that wouldn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. I've I've heard her in English. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have to confirm this. For, you don't have to confirm this for me. Uh, I'm I'm looking for it, but uh, go on, go on. I'm uh. Oh no, that's it. That's 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 all the article says. So. I think she might have sung. No. Oh, she's a singer. Right. But hold on, hold on. But think hold of, the why, fuck on. Why are you looking for that? Think about this, Jaron. Haruhi Suzumiya, the god, the goddess herself, or essentially yeah. god, anime god herself, is pretty much trying to spread the, uh, was it, what do they call it? Spread and promote cool cultural, uh, cool culture properties worldwide and make Japan into a cultural superpower. This is so. spooky. <laughs> anime, manga, travel destinations, idols, traditional Japanese art, and tea. So, the Weeb I think I found it. Oh, did you? I think I found it. Oh. I think so. All right, so I don't think she um she didn't like like act the whole like 
an okay. actual show show. She just like set a did a uh, like a little video. Oh, okay. So just did a line, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a post it. I'm a send it to you, and then I'll post it on the right. your Facebook after we once this episode comes out. Yeah. All right. Oh, there it is. So yeah, she's and she, I mean, how does it sound? I can't really play it on my end because I'm not. I, I don't want right. to get get flagged with that. Uh, it definitely sounds like a Japanese person acting in English. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm not knocking her. She's, you know, she's putting the inflections in there. I feel it. Okay. But it definitely sounds like, you know, a Japanese person speaking English. True. Well, but I mean, you, know, kept... that, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you expect? That's true. Like, and I, hopefully I, she kept up with it. I mean, that was back in 2016. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm, Especially I'm sure she... if she's doing this now. Yeah, she's trying to, you know, pretty much uh, promote weeb culture or otaku culture to the world. So there Spread you go. that Haruhiism. <laughs> exactly. Japan's making their move, Jaron. Uh, weeb World 3 is coming. Remember, this wouldn't have happened if we didn't kill Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> there we go. It all Weebs or otaku culture was because we killed Archduke Ferdinand. Remember that, everyone. Yep. When the, when fucking Big Brother hits, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking Onechan when that hits. Yeah, fuck Big Brother, it's gonna be Onechan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm fine with being watched by Onechan. You think so? You want to be R R by no Onechan? Oh yeah. Okay, I don't know. That may involve tentacles and and and, and such things uh, as well. Let's not do that. <laughs> Speak, uh, but though quick quick aside, I remember browsing on Facebook. Um, so you know, there's plenty of you know. Actually, probably the majority of any kind of RR content is usually, you know, an One-san with a Shota or someone shorter than them. Yeah. I saw one where it was like, of like this Japanese business guy, kind of, so, you know, well built. He was like in a crowded train, but it, like there were a bunch of women surrounding him, like, you know, you know, getting all lewd on him. Oh, really? You know, taking the picture, pictures of his pants, like... Like, you know, slightly pressing up against him. He was all, like, uh, nervous in the middle. I was like, yeah, that's the dream right there. Get <laughs> RR'd as an adult. That's the that's the fucking bomb diggity right there. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I, that, I think you just call that, you know. Yeah, no, that, that, that'd be definitely the ideal RR situation right there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's just, that's, there, there's me uh, just, you know, letting my fetishes fly. No, yeah, that's, we don't judge openly so it's okay I mean, yeah judge me as you will <laughs> but you know if you tell me about it i'm gonna yell at you <laughs> that's true well if you ever call yourself a, a lowly count then you've lost argument you've lost all arguments at that point right right and then and then you just you know you're just you're one of them you're just being yeah you're pretty much on that you're part of that <laughs> you're part of that bucket and remember as i said you can do it i'm gonna judge you i'm not gonna tell you you can't but i'm still gonna judge you still gonna call you a pedo i'm still gonna call you everything but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like yell to the fucking heavens about it yeah he's not he's not gonna use his grim legging voice on you exactly and tell literally everybody else on the internet yeah this guy's a piece of shit <laughs> no it's my opinion that's true um hey did, just curious did you see the new star guardians trailer league of legends I did see part of it. I don't think I saw the whole thing. Oh, but I did see 
a lot of it, and it looks fucking cool. No, like, did you actually did you watch it? Well, I mean, I, I want I, you to watch it. I want you to watch it. Oh, Just okay. Because uh, I, like, I remember seeing the like vaguely of like Nico fighting mm-hmm. something, someone. I think it was uh, what's her fuck the the bird lady that shoots feathers. What the hell is her name? I don't remember. Um, but at the end of it, she got that, she got the, she got the look in her eye when she was doing her alt. I was like, there it is. That's the anime look. But I'm also, cause I'm, I'm, I'll be cause I don't, I don't know for shit about League of Legends. The re- only reason why I saw this fucking trailer was because of the music. Drawn. Right. <laughs> so I, I feel like, well, I feel like you would. I feel like you would recognize who the artist, who, who the composer is, if you don't already know. Would I? Um, I'll give it, a, give it a listen, and kind of commentate on it. I guess since we're technically live at right now. <laughs> now remember, I'm bad at naming anything. That's okay. Just name colors at this point, or care, or describe describe the the characters as such. All right. So right now we got. So we do have Nico. You know, obviously new Star Guardian characters. There's Nico, who's an actual Star Guardian. There's Rakan and, uh, uh, whatever her fucking name is, the Bird Lady, who's been corrupted by some kind of darkness. So you get that part of her. Rakan's like halfway between the darkness and the light, and um, they're fighting in this really neat 3D uh, render. Like this. This wait, hold on. This does sound familiar. What the fuck? <laughs> so it's it's like just keep like, going, just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little Gregorian, if you know what that means. It's like chanty. Uh, fuck. I know. I I know who this is. I know where. I I know a good a good uh, reference for this, but I don't. I can't. Wait till the drop. How about that? <laughs> wait, is, this a, is this a? Is this a? Is this a? Is this that kind of drop? Is it a fucking? Uh, 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 fucking. Wait, Zoe's evil? What? That's interesting to know. I would think literally Miss Starfield herself wouldn't be, uh, evil. That's good to know, though. It's, 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 uh, it's, uh, this is cool shit. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. If you haven't watched this trailer, fucking watch it. This is some. <laughs> this is some good shit right here. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Where are you? Where are you at right now in terms of the the trailer? Um, every uh, the floor they just ulted, and the floor fell in. Now they're just fighting on fucking shit. Is this was was that a Sawano drop? Is this fucking <laughs> this Sawano? This is indeed Hiroyuki Sawano, Jaron. Yep. And that fucking blew me, cause yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, I let you finish. I let you finish the trailer though, just because it's beautiful. I mean, I don't play League at all, but that was a really beautiful trailer in tandem with the music that it was accompanied by. Oh yeah, I forgot. Ari also got a Star Guardian skin. Oh, she mm-hmm. already had one. Didn't she already have one? Pretty sure she already had one. No, mm-hmm. she didn't. 
Yeah, no, Ari's a new is one of the new Star Guardians. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, or is she? I don't think so. Maybe she is. I don't remember. Anyhow. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, good shit. No, yeah, I. <laughs> I'll, I again, no reason why I wanted to comment is just because the music, like, it's granted, really good. Good, good, like he shared it on Twitter a while ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this? And then. I, as I watched each other, it was it was pretty good. They had a lot of cool elements of combining both three D renders versus and like a two D, like a two D render of like the characters and shit. But mm-hmm. that sound on drop is recognizable from a mile away, and I, man, when it comes to music, Hiroki Sawano is one of those. Uh, it's who's comparable to like um what's his what's his name, um. Oh, he's the one that works with Christopher Nolan a lot. Really, Christopher uh, Nolan? Really? No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm comparing him. Oh, I'm comparing him to another composer. Oh, okay. Um, fuck. Uh, enter. But his his the way the way that he he fucking composes the music. It's uh, how do you how would I explain it? There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of a uh, weight to it, even with even Hans Zimmer. There you go. He can be, he's like a comparable to like in like the Eastern version of Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. And when it come when it comes to music, you can was it, that entire trailer was pretty much like there was no dialogue at all, obviously, but you could pretty much like convey a lot just by how you know characters are you know emoting and whatnot and how the music kind of goes in tandem with the actions and what happened throughout the whole trailer you can sort of feel like the emotions of each character trying to, at least the, the, the one character trying to you know convey as their as the scene goes out right um uh, it's here in Osawano, uh, he's one of the he's one of those kind of composers that if you had a if you would have like a a personal like theme song he'd be the guy he would be the guy you would go to if you wanted your own fucking theme song that's right. that's what it is and i don't know i just i just have to gush over that cuz i'm a a big Sawano like fan in general going back to like what gundam unicorn and um i'll know a zero um that's probably when i first was uh when I first interacted with his like music in like anime, for example, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's. I, I I know he's been around for a while, but that's those are probably the, those are the first anime that I uh, that I watched with him pretty much composing the main soundtrack for those series. Mm-hmm. It's definitely evolved over time, but this this Star Guardians trailer kind of harks back, kind of harks back to like uh, his uh, unicorn uh, Gundam unicorn days, because. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you'd be more recognized. I guess you could recognize him more with his like his techno stuff, like his like really like yeah, uh, yeah. It's probably techno I mean, beats you know, and whatnot. You know, other than the nerds that watch the Gundam anime, uh, most people probably know him by the techno beats. Yeah, like mostly from Attack and Titan, pretty much. Because I've I saw a lot of comments on there saying that they felt like a they had like an Attack and Titan feel for it because he does do the music for Attack and Titan as well. Right. So that's it's, oh, wait, really like the the. Definitely not the opening and stuff. Just no, the, no, no. Like, like the OTS, uh, the background music and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like during like the action scenes and whatnot, he does a lot of that. He he's done a lot of the a lot of the soundtrack, especially for like the with the early with the latest seasons. He's been mm-hmm. really you know involved with like the OSTs for the latest seasons. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong. My first experience with how uh, 
Hiroki Sawano was Guilty Crown. He did the entirety. He did the entirety of uh, the entire soundtrack of Guilty Crown. Hmm. Okay. And that, but that was more so about the. That was more so the techno part of uh, Sawano. Mm-hmm. So, but that was when I was first exposed to him, and then I found out that his range is actually a lot more. A lot, a lot larger than I thought it'd be. I thought it was just like you no know, techno beats and all that stuff, but no. When he pulled out his, when he pulled out for like fucking Gundam Unicorn and all that, it was much more like how Star Guardians was very Gregorian, like a ballad mm-hmm. of some sort. There was a lot of strings involved, and it's right. just it's beautiful. And the way they come, the way he uses, the way he uses music, and like during what critical critical moments mm-hmm. in certain scenes or critical moments in a in a storytelling aspect. Right, he don't know, lose he, your way. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. He he knows how to fucking pull your your heartstring, for mm. for example. So, and for this one specifically, the Star Guardian song, uh, like when I when I listen to it, it makes me want to like, it makes me have delusions of grandeur, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> It's like, oh, I, I can, I can be somebody. I can, I can do something that I could have never have done before. Or like, you know, but I'm like driving down to work or something because it's Monday. It's, it's a shame great. that he. Do Do you know whether or not uh, he worked on any of the uh, back the music in uh, Grand Lagoon? I kind of, uh, I don't think he did. No, I don't think so. But I don't remember I anything like, like that. I feel like if he did, like. Like, don't get me wrong, Gurren Lagann's already perfect minus episode three. But, like, if you could add Siwano to anything in Gurren Lagann, like, dude, that, that'd be fucking, <laughs> like, fucking blow up my balls right then and there. Like, it'd be so fucking good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. No, yeah, they, uh, it was, he wasn't, he was not involved with that series, unfortunately. Right. Actually, what what's the earliest thing that he's done? Uh, Hero Yuka. Sawa. No, I spelled his name wrong. Like, oh, hey, by the way, so how was your week, Jomo? Did I not talk? Did I not talk about my week? No. <laughs> oh shit! Oh wow, we kind of just got started. I thought we, I thought we did talk about my week, unless, nope. unless we went straight, unless we went just straight to it. I guess we did shit. Um, actually, it's been a very productive. I've been a productive boy this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll be honest, a little bit. I was sort of in a little bit of a downer. I was I was a bit of in a downer, uh, downer streak for like a, during the earlier part of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked myself up and it was actually quite productive this past weekend. Um, what did I do? Well, what did I do? <laughs> right? Isn't it so hard to just fucking remember shit? Yeah, because, you know, if you feel like you've been, you feel you do a lot, but then you think back, it's like, I haven't been doing shit. <laughs> no, um, I guess one of the big things is uh, I find, I, I bought a new gun, so mm-hmm. uh, I guess I'm, I got, I was, I was looking around for a new, like, carry pistol and all that stuff. Um, for those of you who don't know, yes, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more of a fire, firearms collector, if anything. I'm not much of a gun guy. I just like collecting uh, specific kind of firearms because they look cool or they have like a cool kind of history. Like I have, like out of the firearms I do own, I have like a, a, a Lee Enfield, which is from World War II. Um, it's a you know big old long uh, bolt action rifle. I got a good old Yeehaw oh, lever action. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 
Um, I also have a like a little yeehaw lever action rifle for hunting as well. And uh, I also have a to- a Thompson Contender. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, that's the same gun that um, Kiritsugu uses as his main weapon choice in Fate Zero when he's killing mages. And that's the only reason why I got that firearm. <laughs> Was because he was my favorite character, one of the favorite characters in that series. But his gun was also really cool in the way he used it as well. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not chambered in the same caliber which he uses, but it's still pretty cool to shoot whenever I take it out on the range. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna pick that up on Tuesday, so that was pretty cool. I got it for like one ninety five, so I got it on sale. I had a cool, I also had a gift card, so I felt pretty proud of myself for finally my gift card for buying my gun. Yeah, I could. I I went to Bass Pro, Bass Pro Shop and get my get myself a little nine Bass little, Pro <laughs> Shop. What? I had a gift card for that place, and they have a right. pretty okay selection. Um, definitely was not. I mean, I was definitely looking for something sub, uh, three hundred dollars, just because I wasn't planning on spending anything too much. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I know what else I did. I also, I don't. I don't think. I, oh, I texted you this. I got a room for Asen. Yeah, you did tell me. Um, I, I I texted you that, but I don't think I t- I don't think we talked about it on the podcast itself because uh, it was on that. F- uh, so the so pretty much the rooms for Aston opened up. The room blocks for Aston opened up on Friday, September sixth, and mm-hmm. a- at noon. So that means I was at work, and that was the most stressful thing I've ever done while I was at work because. As you all know, everyone's trying to get on the site, right? And when mm-hmm. that happens, the sh- you know the site gets locked up. It doesn't, you know, it freezes up and it doesn't work anymore for a good short amount of time, right? So mm-hmm. it was a constantly, it was a constant back and forth of me re- refreshing the site, me finding an opening to actually get in the site, plugging in my information manually because I don't, you know, it's not saved. In my, I normally have all my shit saved on my computer, but I was at work, so I had to manually plug in all my information, my name, address, card number, and all that good shit, and. There was a constant back and forth of me getting rejected because apparently my room was not available anymore, and mm. then I but I can still find a room if I refreshed it to to reserve for that weekend, and after a good fucking like ten minutes, I was able to secure myself a room for Asian weekend, and from what I from what I can tell from I was also because I was trying to keep a live a live feed of the Asian Facebook page as well by like twelve fifteen everything got sold out. As it normally does, so I was actually quite happy that I was able to secure a room and a nice two be- uh, was it uh, two bed queen balcony uh, bedroom. So the usual. To make a long story short, I got a room for Asen and it was very stressful. But I was finally get- able to get a room ready for uh, next year's Asen. So hopefully you would be able to join us in that endeavor, Jaron. I should. I'm. Uh to call that day out those days off yeah and funny enough actually it turns out I, I accidentally have double booked like two rooms um I mean I, I ended up canceling the one room because I didn't think I got that room it was like mm-hmm. the first room that I tried getting it but it, when I tried to process it they said that my my transaction wasn't completed and so mm-hmm. I was like oh I guess I lost that reservation so I, I just did another one and then when I checked my email for the confirma- the confirmation numbers it turned out that the first one did go through and I ended up double booking, so I was like, eh, "I just got rid of the one because it was a king size. That was the one I I tried to get. I got right. rid of that one, and then just stuck with the double the double bed one. 
So it was a pretty good day. It was a pretty good, uh, productive couple Endeavor. couple of weeks for me. So, but um, I do want to kind of end this quite uh, end this pretty soon. Mm. We've been going on for a little bit, about an hour and forty two minutes. Granted, we had we've been having some connection issues. Though I do, I will say that the reason why the only reason why I'm having connection issues is because for some reason my internet likes to act up during late night hours, like three a.m. to four a.m. And we are sort of recording this at three forty four a.m. in the morning. Right, but it is so. weird to think because I know I have uh, that problem sometimes too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Fucking sucks. I'm trying to watch porn and someone freezes on me. It's like, why? And then it turns out my internet just went out. So, first world problems, am I right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, we've been going on for a little bit, guys. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading us. Um, we, we are still, yeah, thank you again for. Uh, helping us reach our 2,000 total download mark uh, for you know listening to us every week nonstop for some uh, some godforsaken uh, God reason. They just want they just want us to tell them how it is. You know, they no. don't want all the fluffy bullshit that I, mean, I don't I don't know I don't watch enough other podcasts too. <laughs> well, I like really. to. I like- I like to compare ourselves as like the Weeb Joe Rogan. I the Weeb <laughs> Joe Rogan. You're yeah, right. Is, you think that's a little you think that's a little far reaching, you know? I mean, I don't know. Like I, mean, I sure, said, I haven't we haven't gotten as mon- as many guests like Joe Rogan, but we're pretty we're pretty unfiltered, straight to the point, you know. We don't like to fluff our words. Right. Yeah, we'll call you a pedophile if need be. Even though you call yourself right. a lolicon. Right, but know that when we're saying it, it's not we're not we're judging you, but we're not like you know, like hey, you're a piece of shit. Don't do what you're doing anymore. Exactly. Never gonna tell you not to do something, especially when it comes to anime. Yeah. Well, particularly when it comes to anime, because like I don't like whatever you're. Like I said before, I made the point. Whatever you're doing has no effect on literally anybody else. That's true. But we care. Oh, Tosan cares. Care. Papa cares. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Papa wannabe boo. Just, you know, just think of us as your pop, Papa wannabe boos, and we'll take care of you guys and make sure that you guys don't stray too far away from being too fucking weird. You know? Nah, be, as, uh, be, as, uh, be as fucking weird as you want. Well, yeah, I guess. And to you, to you casuals out there, we'll be happy enough to show you the ropes, give you the reins, and carve your own path into the uh, the weeb world, so that we can be part of you once you get to your get 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 to your uh, when you start growing up. Right. Just know that we're sorry ahead of time. Yeah, this is true. Well, I mean, they sort of signed up for it at this point. They yeah. know they know what they're doing at this point. They want more. Can we say no? Of course not. I mean, we wanna we wanna right. cultivate our our little babby weebs. Are we babbies? We babbies. Weeb babbies. Yeah. There we go. Hashtag we babbies. <laughs> All right. But as always, guys, my name is Jamal Socorro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wanna Be Boo Podcast, bringing you the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for life. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane.